Whoa, today's June 25th? This is this is my uh, ex-wife and I's wedding anniversary, anniversary? day. Oh, congrats. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Got yeah. married in 2006. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm July. Um, my ex-wife and I will be celebrating our <laughs> on July 7th, and we were 2007, so right That's, behind you. Wow. That is so crazy. Uh, Heather and I are planning to separate on the 27th. It's wow. Cr- wow. <laughs> Don't feel like watching so I'll watch people guess them instead I don't know how it goes I think it starts with your show Hey guys, welcome to the show um, Hot damn, ain't it Sunday? Woo! Uh, we're, we're having a morning here And you know, lately we've been having these nice little catch-up conversations before the show starts that's right warming um, it up getting the juices flowing yeah and like just seeing how we're doing you know i mean like we we talk pretty candidly here and we kind of we discuss things the way we discuss things with each other off camera as well but there's just some things that you know how you doing what's going on kind of stuff that you know is a little more personal yeah, we give us. you guys six layers but we save the seventh layer well, for us exactly right. exactly but the rest of the delicious onion layers just to give you guys some context this is sort of like and i hate to sound serious but there is this weird thing with vidcon happening where older generation digital entertainers are experiencing i believe collectively yet physically separately some kind of um transition into a new era and joe went into this time capsule of VidCon and he has stories about it. And then we were discussing things that aren't appropriate for- We were um, just talking about- um, <laughs> no. okay. Yes, we were. Yes, we were. And we do, and we do that. Um, and some things never change is what I'll say. That's not that. But I was gonna uh, say the feeling around, like, you know, there was a general malaise, mm. if, I, if I could, around the, uh, you know, when you think yeah. about VidCon now in our, in our tenure, if you want to call it that, I don't know. Is that what the, is that what we'd call our outside of yeah the YouTube times? I guess I don't know, but it, it had been so long since VidCon was something that we had to like have on our calendars and think about. 2018, and I believe, was when we went last as Damn. as invited guests. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, but you know, Joe. Joe, you work with the fine folks over at React, yes, I do. and you're you've been building a lot of content over there. That's pretty badass and rad. And uh, they invited your guys's team over there, and you got to go experience VidCon in 2023. Three, three, three. What's that like, Joe Brad? And also, Kevin, what the fuck? What what happened? I just realized the last time I was at VidCon was in 2018 when Valley Folk was there, and that was when I went to the Valley Folk panel as a fan, and pretty much found out I got the job on that. Oh yeah, remember? I was yes. like in the audience. I just that just hit me. That was the last big. Oh big my con. god! Holy shit! We have been professionals since day one. <laughs> we made you fill out the paperwork. That's sign right. The NDA. Yep. <laughs> Business people first, every comedian second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Uh, and also, Kevin, because Joe and Joe will will jump into what your thoughts are on 2023 VidCon. Oh. Sure. Uh, but in our text thread together, uh, Joe was kind of updating us on just the general vibes and what it was like and stuff while he was there. But Kevin shared with us 
several photos of, of the babiest faced version of you I have ever right? seen. Like oh, with so Trisha and Meg with Trisha, or something. Meg, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, dude. Yeah. yeah. That was interesting to see. I'm um, sure it was. It's still interesting for me to see. It's one of those cringe photos that I have now. But so quest question for you you folk who did not attend VidCon like this baller this year. Welcome wow. back to the you folk. Did you find any part of you wishing that you could go? No. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I did. Absolutely I, not. I, <laughs> not remotely did I want to be there. Same. But, uh, feeling nostalgic for a yeah. time gone by was for sure a thing. Yeah. 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 I mourned those days a while ago. Like there was a there was like a year or so where I was like really missing those hotel room hangs and really missing like yeah. bumping into people you'd only ever see there. But like, you know, for some of you guys, did it feel like that was like your one time you ever did something like that? Cuz for me, like Comic-Con was a lot like that too. I would go oh, to Comic-Con yeah. and I'd see all these people I only ever saw at Comic-Con and then we'd do hotel room hangs and it would be kind of the same vibes but just with like Comic-Con folks. Yeah. So I kind of had like a, a double dose every year of shit like that. You guys also had this like other secret experience that I never experienced. It was the one on the East Coast. What the fuck was that one oh, called? Oh, Playlist uh, Live. Playlist. I never, yeah. <laughs> I never went to a Playlist Live, and I know a lot of people did in the Damn, early. Damn, I didn't know years. that. That's surprising. Playlist. You know, Elliot, I see, I see your, I see, <laughs> I see. But like, I think for me, it was like so uh, awesome because it was like I got to go to Disney World every time I would go. Oh, that's and, fun. And and I never go to Florida either. Yeah. And I know you're from there, so it was like whatever. Who cares? Big whoop. But for me, it felt more special than VidCon because. I got to just say like, cause you know, my schedule would be like nothing. I'd have like one panel and maybe a quick Q and a or a mm -hmm. quick meet and greet or something. And so I'd have like two full days of freedom and I would just go to like Disney world alone and be like, I don't fuck so go great. to Disney world. I don't give a fuck. No one uh, can stop me. Yeah. And, and side note, whatever, who cares? Big whoop is my favorite piece of Elliot Morgan merch. I love that. I love that T-shirt. Yeah. You can pick up That's your whatever, really who well. cares? Big whoop shirt. Yeah. But the big whoop kind of trails off at the end. I like the, the one that's whoop. just the acronym. It's just like, you know, WW. Like, right. <laughs> it's like on the pocket. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> You didn't miss much. You honestly didn't miss what much with playlist. The one thing I thought that was pretty cool about playlist was, um, at least for a little while, they would like rent out Universal Studios. Oh, that's like, fun. and then they would just yeah. let the the like get well, the creators go have like it felt like grad night, and they would do that like every year for a little while, and then they stopped doing that. They did, but, or they didn't do. They didn't with Disneyland. They didn't rent. It no, out. it was an Remember, unofficial was, like, a creator. Day it was that, like, an unofficial thing. Yeah. yeah, it was like if you want to meet at Disneyland, and you know what's funny is that like it felt more like you want to go get seen at Disneyland with yeah, me. I bet yeah. <laughs> more than do you want to go have fun at Disneyland with me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, sidetrack. But yeah, Joe. No, so all good. Um. So uh, I was in the same boat as you guys. I wanted nothing. I like when they told me I had to go. I was like, really? And then they're like, <laughs> yeah, you can We would love you to go. I'm like, great. But like, but 
if you go, they really want, you got to do a panel. I was like, I don't want to ah. do a panel. Please don't make me do a panel. And they're like, fine, you want to do a panel. We signed you up for a mentorship series. Do you remember those? Did you do that? Did you do the mentorship to. thing? So it, was it was it like a small room with like a bunch of tables and, yeah. and my last creator one, at every table? I was dreading that as well because my last <laughs> one was not good. It was, you know, like the, the, the here. Okay. So, <laughs> so before I get to that, before I get to that, so that was the, that was like the blood. I had to offer up the sacrifice to be able to go. Yeah, I want to hear about this. I have no idea what that is. I was like, fine, I'll do that. That I had to go on Wednesday. I was there from Wednesday till Saturday. I was the last one from my company there because my mentorship happened at 4 p.m. on Saturday. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, But (laughs) all that being said, I was in the same boat as you guys. I wasn't like thrilled to go been there done that still kind of like figuring out who i am in my identity in this world um in the new job like all of it i'm still like i'm very frazzled and 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 not quite sure who or what i am right now so i was like i don't want to know if i want to do that there and uh so i had some cynicism some thick cynicism going in and i tried to reel that back in because we have some young producers and we have some young people to this youtube and they're like genuinely excited so i tried not to poison that uh too much um yeah, tried to be myself and real i'm sure i didn't well yeah because imagine you're like the yeah. excited young buck and then there's like an older guy there going like this sucks now <laughs> exactly. used to be fucking cool and now it isn't <laughs> so i, de- I definitely, your dreams aren't cool yeah definitely definitely your happiness never did is the, manufactured <laughs> never did the like the it was cooler when it was none of that but just kind of like I'm, yeah. you know we're exhausted by it a little bit so i tried to reel that in to some success, to some failures, I'm sure. Uh, but I had fun with the team, which was nice. There's like, that's the, if you guys remember, when you go with a team, there's usually some good bonding moments. There's some good, like, you know, you shared memories. So that was fun. I think our, our, our small team, uh, which does a lot of work via, you know, uh, remote work before we go to productions, we got to hang and have dinners and stuff like that. And I think that's important in a business setting. So that was good. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah what you you talk about like the hotel rooms and hangs and stuff like that none of that's there because because it's creepy well no our generation (laughs) just kidding hey you want to come hang out in my hotel room (laughs) i'm 48 (laughs) rebecca black's gonna be there (laughs) that was weird who's uh oh god who's the guy god damn it He's hanging out with us all the time. I feel so bad for forgetting. Oh, Mitchell Davis. Mitchell Davis oh, is going to be. Mitchell Davis. <laughs> Mitchell Davis. Mitchell Davis. Uh, nobody knows this about Mitchell Davis, but he can replicate, and he was in every room. <laughs> yeah. So weird. Yeah, yeah. He, he had that multiplicity thing. Um, but, yeah, though that that's not happening there because our peers aren't there. It's a, it is literally a different generation's VidCon now, and that's not a bad thing. However, uh, it is a, it's an interesting thing to experience when you've been there a lot. And here's what I wrote, Heather. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read you an overdramatic, like self-reflection oh, yeah. uh, that I, that I texted her because I had nobody else to say this to, and I just had a moment by myself. Please help! I need to get out of this conversation. <laughs> what do I do? Call help, me. Help, Tell help. me you're in trouble. <laughs> uh, excuse the poetic phrasing. Uh, let's I put let's see typing it out definitely feel a little lost and a little melancholy it's like walking through canyons where things happened and the echoes of those events reverberated off the same walls for years and now the echoes have almost completely faded the walls are still the same but they're filled with new sounds and all of that is amazing things are supposed to change the world evolves it's okay that maybe I don't necessarily feel like I'm a part of this anymore 
Uh, but it's a weird feeling, feeling foreign in something that I was a part of for so long. Um, that's kind of how it feels. Like I was telling you guys, like you walk around these grounds and you're like, I have memories with, there's a Valley Folk memory. There's a source fed memory. There's a Smosh memory. Uh, but now all of those places, all of those corners are filled with new creators, new things, making those memories with new fans. Um, and it's a really interesting, it's an interesting feeling to try and comprehend and process in real time when you're yeah. there. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. It's just odd. Yeah. I was thinking about how like, you know, Comic-Con, <laughs> like Comic-Con has like, you know, like a celebration of like all of the like comic book arts, you know, the movies, whatever. And, uh, you know, VidCon could have been something like that in the sense that like Comic-Con has like these like legacy people that like have yeah. been going back like years and years and years. And, you know, they might have dipped in popularity or whatever, but they would have a booth or they would have a panel or whatever. Like they still celebrated the like Comic-Con celebrates the old as well as the new. And VidCon seems to be like completely wash out the old and just I, keep it only new is what's interesting. I don't totally agree with that. I still think there were there were there are legacy people there that want to go. I don't think it's VidCon pushing them away. I think a lot of them just don't happen to like Matt Pat was there giving talks and stuff like that. Um, and it's there. It may not be just like a Comic Con. The, the legacy stuff may not be as juiced, but it's just it's a. Oh yeah. Oh really? There's a oh, wow. cool. person oh. going to VidCon, and I was telling you guys. Ah fuck! Is it? Did it? Did it? No, no, no you're, you're, good. Good. you're good. You're good. You're back at back <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, was I was genuinely enraptured. Yeah, it's a it's a younger demographic that goes. It isn't communities that go to watch their favorite YouTuber anymore because the economy of creator is is a little bit more short form TikTok based and that's what's hot right now and TikTok doesn't create communities like YouTube does so these communities aren't coming to hang out with each other like they did with us back in yeah, the day Yeah that's what I'm saying like I feel like that like with how Comic-Con does that like VidCon could have also done that I feel like cuz you're right VidCon ended up feeling like it was largely for like 15 year olds and under like for a very long time but youtube it doesn't just focus on that especially back then and even more so now it feels like it could have been like they opened they could have opened the doors to a broader like you know yeah. i don't know you know what i mean like comic-con well, welcomes all entertainment you i know think what there's I mean? many reasons I, and again in vidcon i think there's a in vidcon's defense that needs to be said this is post-pandemic VidCon still trying oh, to figure sure. out who the hell it is. It's also owned by Viacom. So you've got this like big corporation going like, yeah. where's the money? Is it kids? Is it little toys yeah. on the main floor? That's what I'm saying. Like, so it, they, sure. They're, they're still figuring it out. But well, I, think I get that they're going where the money is. I get that. Like, Here's you know. the most fascinating image that I took away from it that I think encapsulates what I'm talking about. Like this transition of this transition of generation, right? Because it's, again, it's been 10 years since we started this, 20 years since I started YouTube. The transition was perfectly fucking visualized for me when I saw multiple times John Green walking around. Yeah. Beer in hand, not being talked to or wow. recognized at all. The yeah. creator of VidCon who could not fucking walk two feet Nah. without just being swamped by peers or fans or industry people 
every single time we went to VidCon looking all frazzled and like his yeah, hair, like, you just you, like you were afraid to talk to him because he, he was looked, so he was like he was like a panicked fucking animal cor- cornered. <laughs> yeah, in he'd the come over and be like, "Hey, you guys good? Everybody's good? Okay, okay, cool, bye, cool, bye, bye, bye. Okay. Like yeah. he looked, he looked like how I look right now. Um, but this time, John Green casually walking around, hair perfectly parted. Damn three-piece suit, beer in hand every single time, look of calm, look of contentment, hanging with his family, like no, like anonymously. Nobody wow. like getting yeah. who he was. Not a care, walking around going, none of this is my problem anymore. And I don't have to, I can just enjoy it, and yeah. I have my thing, and I'm going to go write my books and make my movies, and bye-bye. Good for him. What a, what a national treasure. That man is. Yes. Yep. Hank, yep. on the other hand. Oh, that guy. <laughs> oh, poor Hank. I know. You want to talk about washed up? Hank, uh, I know Hank's. <laughs> Hank's probably dying to be there. <laughs> oh, God. Kevin. <laughs> Wing Wong. No, I know. He actually, I, I know it for this was probably super hard for him. Hank loves going and yeah. loves experiencing it. And I think I was texting him about it and he's like, I'm going to fucking party so hard next year <laughs> oh hell yeah dude yeah uh, so again all good uh, uh positive images are things like i still like my heart is warmed when i'm when i see these young kids there for the first time and their parents are, are riding side saddle with them yeah. just like Sweet. not knowing why they're there but they're just like there for their kids and seeing yeah. these bright-eyed kids get super excited to see people seeing these like young creators we love a chaperone. Yeah. Seeing young creators like hustling. Like a lot of them were like, they have their cards. They have their little trinkets and merch that they made. And they're just like, you know, trying to get into the world. And there's no cynicism. And, and it's, they just want to create. And they want to be something, the part of something that seems so much fun and bigger than them. And uh, that stuff's all still cool. I still really, really like to see Very that. Very sweet. Yeah. Is that it just an age the... thing that kills that? Or is it an age thing combined with... Uh... No, I saw I saw older folk as well that were just getting started and really interested in the okay. world. Uh, but I don't think it's necessarily just age. I think it's just experience. It's being, After you yeah. do the rodeo a few times, the, the, the bull, it it's doesn't surprise as you as much as it used to. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So... Um, overall, pleasant. I did a mentorship, which is where you are shoved into a room with whoever shows up and wants to listen to you talk. And I was dreading that because the first time that I did it, did you guys ever do a mentorship? Yep. I yep. feel like maybe once. I did uh, it once. Maybe. I did it once. And there was like Wait, four so people. You're, <laughs> you're like on four a stage. I don't remember. <laughs> no, it's like a table. You go into mm-hmm. a room with like a bunch of tables and there's like a creator sitting at the table at a table with like up to like 10 other people sitting there. Mm, and I those see. people get to have like an intimate discussion with you about and they ask you questions. Creator shit. Yeah. Depending they ask on, you creator shit. You usually have like uh there's like a thesis statement of your time and the thesis statement yeah. for my time this time was working with talent. And I see. Okay. Uh, it was really it was because a lot of people at electric monster, which is the company that owns react yeah. had to, had to do these. And they were like, they got super prepared. They had notes. Some of them had presentations. They're like, "Can uh, are, are are they going to have a tech for us? Are they going to let us hook up?" I'm like, "You guys don't. You really don't know. You don't know, do you?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "No." Don't. Worry. And then I was like, "Then you VidCon reaches out. Oh, ah, my back. My back. Hey, back. Yeah, you pause for like. Out. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, VidCon reaches out and is like, "Hey, just so you know, uh, just introduce yourself." 
<laughs> and then do a Q and A. That's yeah. That's, that's it. it. Uh, Dude. So you sit in this room. You know, you know, you make it whatever you want to make it in the moment. So I sat with five people that came in, and and I was dreading that. I think it's anxiety a little bit. I think it's also based off of my previous experience, which I'll talk about in a second. But this was really cute. I had five people come in, various ages. One was a father of a 16-year-old who was thinking about getting back into it after making shorts and of movies back in college. And then oh, I that's had- cool a musical theater major. And then I had a guy that just graduated from like UC Irvine who was getting into production. And we just had a really cool, casual conversation. Nice. And it was less about me telling them things. And we just turned it into like talking about each other's experiences. That's good. That's really great, man. Did they know, were they familiar with you beyond? I don't think any of them were familiar with me for anything. Yeah. Hard Quite to sneak honestly. that question in without sounding like the most pathetic yeah. dork ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they'll just be like, I want to talk to some, I just want to hear someone talk. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there's oh, all those. Yeah. And then there's those panels too that are just like, we're talking about audience retention or we're yeah. talking about. I went about to those. I would go to those. We'll just go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was refreshed. It was a, a good way to end it again for dreading it because the last one that I did, well, the only memory that I have of it were two things. It was like, uh oh, all these indoor kids don't know how to talk to me, and it was a really <laughs> awkward hour. And then at the end of it, one of the indoor kids just stared at me the whole time. You could tell like he was upset. And <laughs> he then he just say something. And then he finally said something, and he was like, "You have a channel." With 45,000 subscribers, <laughs> Joe Beretta, that, that channel, and you never post You never post on it. Do you know how offensive that is? Do you know what how much hell? that upsets me? And I was like, excuse, excuse me? What? <laughs> but then like, I get it. It's like, if this is what they want, yeah, yeah. and they're, it's what they're striving for, and then I have that thing I, that they want, and I just throw yeah. it to the side. I'm like, yeah. ugh. I would have been like, you can have it. Do you want it? No, no. <laughs> Do you want it? Here's I would the have password. Said if, <laughs> if you feel, if you, if that bothers you, I have 45,000 people who can slap that frown off your face right now. <laughs> More than anyone here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, that was the experience. It was nice catching up with um, peers from the past. I hung out with the, the Smosh world while they were going through their hype train and that was nice to catch up with a lot of them Um, did you hook up with anybody uh yeah uh yeah yeah so many so many actually i saw that kid that yelled at me at my mentorship Uh, (laughs) a few years back nice you have legal age now and (laughs) uh kid president no longer a kid no no longer president (laughs) (laughs) uh so finally had a chance Dude, Overall, you were you were at ground zero, man. Good for you. That's an emotionally taxing thing for anybody to experience. <laughs> so, uh, the way you described with the echoes and that that like poetic, the walls bouncing off. I know exactly what you mean. Like I know what you're talking about, and that is such a indefinable, not necessarily bad experience. But uh, yeah, yeah. just um, it's cool it's- too because. I kind of like the idea of it being a closing of a chapter or a closing of a book and being like, all right, what is the next thing? Which well, I think exactly. we we're talking about a little bit with the Smosh stuff where it gets like, I'll have little strands of like, oh, this is exciting. I like this. I can go down this path. But it is um, the opening of possibilities is cool. It doesn't take away from the anxiety that it uh, entails, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Trail, trail, trail. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Overall, um, a fun, interesting experience. I saw Sarah Whittle and good Yay. laughs hanging with her and uh, 
trying to think if there's any other any other final final pieces and there's there's really there's really not you know i mean you gave us a lot let's uh well on that note um let me tell you about something joe that is also Uh one thing that you're gonna be experiencing even longer than you've experienced youtube for and that's me undies joe uh as you guys know if you're listening to this podcast we absolutely love me undies. i'm wearing them right now i bet we all are they're absolutely soft they last forever they have cool patterns yeah, and MeUndies believes that comfort is more about what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. It's not about all of this outside hoo-ha, who you like, who's they, how many subscribers, you know. MeUndies have dozens of pr- fun prints from donuts to superheroes and great colors from bolts to classics that match your unique style and help you feel your best. And MeUndies also has tons of other apparel, like insanely soft shorts, joggers, and hoodies that bring more fun to your laziest of days. So just when you're lounging you can enjoy it a little bit. And um, and I always enjoy doing it. And I keep my underwear before I put it on nowadays. And I highly recommend do that. Maybe you can do it like Kramer and Seinfeld and put it in a microwave first. Get matchy, matchy, comfy, comfy between you and your partner in crime with me undies. You can match underwear, hoodies, onesies, and more. There are even dog hoodies for the goodiest of pups. Me undies also digs that you're working on your fitness. So they wanted to provide what? you with super soft active wear with your new <laughs> Move Me collection, moisture wicking, quick, dry and breathable, <laughs> medium compression to provide support for all that stuff down there. Get more than just junk in your mailbox with the MeUndies membership. Get stuff for your junk. Choose a new pair of MeUndies socks or brawla each month to grow your collection. So to get 25% off your first order, plus free standard shipping, visit MeUndies.com slash Valley. Remember, if you're not satisfied, your purchase is on MeUndies. That's 25% of your first order at MeUndies.com slash Valley. Go to MeUndies.com to get tw- slash Valley to get 25% off your first order. Thanks, guys. Uh, two things. Uh, one, do it. They're awesome. Two, did you say moisture wicking? That's what he, that's what he said. <laughs> that's, uh, is that a water witch? That, <laughs> I love yeah, that. That is um, not an ad lib. That was um, – yeah. And I, I didn't like – I, it, you know, not to it's give notes, but moisture wicking, quick drying. I feel like it should go. There should be like a catchier rule of third. <laughs> no, anyway. it's worse. Well, can I say that uh, I love me undies quite a bit, and I own almost an endless amount of them, and I and I love it. <laughs> I love that. Almost an endless amount. Almost yeah. endless. But can I tell you one of the saddest things that happens is um, I'll have like. Sorry, I'm getting a little. It's a little emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. Take your time. Take your time. <clears throat> lot coming up this weekend. Lot coming up. Mm-hmm. When you have like a pair that you like love, and then you like, but you like, you put them on, and then you're like, oh no, it, there's a hole. <gasps> oh, it's the worst. Oh, and it's no. because it's like a six-year-old pair of yep. underwear yep. that you just cannot get rid of because they're so comfy and the patterns are so fun. There's like a ghost on it with its tongue out, and you're like, "I yeah, love that ghost." I don't want to. I don't want to part with it, but there's no going back once there's damage like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that's and not for a... me. The whole happens to be kind of like in the scrotum area of the yeah. underwear. Yeah. Well, you have really spiky balls. Yeah. Well, it's it's mostly at the base of the balls, kind of in the taint area. There's yeah. one big spike, yeah. Yeah, there yeah, it's weird. That spike. spike's always been weird. It's cartilage. Yeah, it's not that weird. Uh, final final quick <laughs> thoughts uh, via via VidCon. One, uh, really, I was really impressed in like again, putting my cynicism aside and watching like my our small team just like hustle and kill it. Like, oh yeah, for this brand, we're for this brand that kind yeah. of like just ran through the dirt a little bit, and we're trying yeah. to rebuild it. 
like they they kicked ass and it was really fun watching them kick ass and and make connections and and just seeing people work with passion is awesome like i yeah. love that so my team kicked ass and that was great so shout out to team and then you get into a bubble when you're there and you forget that the world is happening and two world things happened uh russia almost fell and we had no fucking what? clue until i, I left. didn't know this Dude, Russia almost fell this weekend. What the Would hell? Would you say almost fell? Yeah. I'm still confused on what... What would that mean? You know, I saw the best comment on Reddit. Somebody said, uh, it popped up on the Zelda subreddit, and it said, which of you shot a muddlebud flower at Russia? And muddlebud flowers <laughs> oh. are flowers that make the enemies attack one another. Yeah. And that's... As soon as I saw that, I was like, I have that's the closest I can get to understanding what's yeah. going on. The Wagner Group is a mercenary group that was created in Russia by a former hot dog stand guy yeah. that, oh, became, yeah. that became Putin's personal chef back in the day. What this the is fuck? a movie. Then, this is a and movie. And then became an oligarch based off of that connection. And then this oligarch created this 25,000 person army that kind wow. of started back when we were at SourceFed covering the Crimea shit. And this guy's just got power. He's a faction within uh, Russia, and Putin makes all these factions. So, like, nobody really has power, and they kind of hate each I other. See. So Putin yeah. always has the power. Like, he keeps people kind of separated. But anyways, this Wagner group is a fucking human atrocity tank that goes to other countries and just fucking murders the fuck out of people. And they're really powerful. They're really good at what they do. Now, they've been fighting against Ukraine, and publicly, the leader of this has been, like, really pissed off lately, and is like, this fucking war with Ukraine is so fucking stupid, and he's been saying this more and more publicly. Then Putin was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. I'm gonna arrest him or fucking charge him yeah, with something. Yeah. And throw him out a window. And this guy, and then, and then they got, uh, I don't, we don't know. They're all bad people, and they're all liars, so they don't know if Russia really bombed the Wa like some Wagner Group soldiers, but the Wagner Group said that Russia did, I which see. again, the Wagner Group is Russian, by the way. Yeah. Um, so he was like, "Fuck you! I'm storming Moscow," Holy and this fucking army started Whoa. making their way over, like with fucking efficiency, were making their way over to Russia. They got like hundred miles away. They were about to fucking storm the city. Nothing was stopping them because Russia's army uh, sucks, it turns yeah. out, and. Uh, they were almost there where everybody's like watching with pins and needles. Like, holy sh. <laughs> cool, Putin died, but also this guy's yeah. real bad. And uh, then the Belarusian president, who was just put there by Putin anyways, is gets on a phone call and like brokers a deal. It stops out of nowhere. The tanks stop forwarding. This this uh, Wagner Group guy is now going to be like a, an exile in Belarus. Okay. He's going to stop his advance. All the charges are dropped. All the wow. army, all the charges against the army are supposedly dropped. And they'll probably just get like, like uh, <laughs> taken in by the Russian army now. And he'll go to Belarus as an exile. He'll probably eventually get poisoned or thrown out a window. And that's the end. But it was like this crazy 48 hours where the world Dude. was like, what the fuck is going on? It was so it, yeah. crazy because I, I I was similar. I found it like a day later. Like it, I had been doing something and I had not checked the news. And I was like, wait a minute. I like because of the way everything comes in not the right order on the Internet. It was like one article was like, they're about to take down Putin. Like they're about to this is about to be done. This, they're about shit. to uh, eat themselves. 
And then another article would be like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And it was like, <laughs> I couldn't, I was like, what's going on? I'm well, still confused, plus, but that was a good summary, Joe. And plus we were distracted by the ocean, the happenings yeah, in the ocean true. with the Titan Dude, submarine. I have really enjoyed hearing about the news from other people lately. Because I have been off of Twitter and is Instagram. It nice? It's so much nicer to hear you guys just tell me stuff or like Ellie than having to like read so much Twitter yeah. crap about it. And uh, plus like, you know, when yep. this with the sub in general like it uh specifically with the submarine stuff. I got it all was my like, info from you, Steve, on that. Yeah, cuz well cuz like there was so much to <laughs> sift through for like yeah. 3 or 4 days when we had no idea what happened and so there were all there was all this speculation about what was going on down there and like you know they could be alive and there was like the fucking like countdown to the end to like the, hated, the oxygen countdown i hated every fucking which is second. so fucking awful i hated the coverage so much i hated everybody's fascination with it i think it's a really fucking gross uh it was entertainmentized so hard and yeah. everybody was gonna stop fucking caring as soon as they found out what happened and that's what happened and i fucking i think it's so gross um, I hate it well so i beg to differ joe i, I didn't also care even differ. when i uh <laughs> I, I didn't it. care I, even I, when I heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> For me, like it Mike was list. like, I think it was like, uh, I didn't really, fo I didn't follow the like, um, televised news cycle. Cause that, no, that's like, that, yeah, that's always garbage trash where, where I was, was in like the, like the fear of the depths of the ocean subreddits. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun place to be, I think. Yeah, yeah. and that's where the like lapophobia. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, and they're having conversations about it, and like that's where I was living for those for that whole time, and and even now, Joe, like certainly the the corporate news cycle is done with it, but there's still like almost endless discussions on Reddit about it still. And some people about are what? like, really? Well, so there was one post I was reading where someone said like, I have, I have been intensely emotionally affected by the happenings with the sub because it like brought to light, like, you know, new fears, new, new, um, you know, dangerous, things that humans are capable of doing and like okay. all of those things and it made people really like reflect on their own anxieties and things like that and mm. it brought a lot of interesting psychological discussions uh because of it but for me the most i think it's interesting to me because it's like the whole story is fascinating like the guys that were in the sub, like one of the guys in the sub was like a premier like titanic like specialist like like the, yeah. like he had been down to the Titanic like fucking 12 times or something like that. And so it was like interesting to hear about people like that, like, you know, and then how ultimately becoming part of the wreckage of the Titanic is like very poetic and strange and oh, that's true. Uh, self-reflective. That did things. they even make it that close to it? Yeah. Uh, well, the wreck <laughs> they did find pieces of the wreckage of the submersible near. Like near near the titanic so okay. technically you could say that they yeah. that they probably became part of the wreckage damn i liked the mythopoetic quality of naming both the titanic and the titan after the titans that were banished <laughs> to the deep sea uh yes. for their hubris <laughs> it's by the hubris. Greek gods. yeah <laughs> it's right over the plate and it's sort of like man guys um don't name things don't do that don't do it anymore but don't tempt fate uh, did you 
here because because of all this news cycle stuff and it is dark there's a lot of gallows humor that comes out of this but as Certainly. a result it takes up the um the news lines and kevin if you like hearing news from other people did you know that the senate intelligence bill has officially been approved and it um it gives holders of non-earth origin or exotic uap material six months to make it available to arrow Whoa, what what <laughs> Those secret access programs that might oh, have been privatized. They're cutting and them so off. they lack they're saying, yeah, you have and they're creating a safe harbor uh policy, or it's believed to be a safe harbor policy where the people can come forward. I was gonna for say which would mean there could be like in the future, soon future, a bunch of like this is what's happening. This is what's happened. Yep. Big yep. cross. So yeah, not as fun not as fun as the, the so, yeah, yeah. Not, definitely not as not fun. as fun. Not if you had fun. to use Twitter is just Twitter is so good at bad bad dark jokes and it's like <laughs> I know Reddit's better I know, I know. I know. Reddit There's, is better. yeah Reddit too I Reddit's mean, better because you get to vote for yeah. like the yeah. best ones and, and you can see that clearly on Twitter it's like you really got to sift through sift. a lot of shit before so, you see the good stuff Here's where I found it like I had a problem with the way we were attacking it with our fascination. I think there's, there's, you know, and I'm not saying this is a blanket statement for everybody's experience with it, but I do feel like we provided ourselves with an, uh, uh, an opportunity to dehumify, humanify, dehumanize, dehumanize. He's gone. That's it. We lost him. I, I had like ah, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Uh, like I had to like stop my daughter for a second and be and 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 be like, look, those are people on the sub because she said yeah. something along the lines of like, I mean, they're just billionaires. And I was like, what? What the Whoa. fuck does that mean? And because yeah. they are because they were so privileged, because they shouldn't have been. Well, hold there. on, she has like, a point. <laughs> exactly. See, but people <laughs> think that. People really do, and I do think. Across the board, I would say the majority of people experiencing it were like those billionaires fucking deserved it for doing it anyway. Yeah, I think it's like, I think there's de there's like that. And there then there's people the people like that, that are like, we shouldn't say a word about these people because it's a human life and let's just leave it be. And then there's the middle ground people that are like, well, these are like, you know, I feel personally, I feel the worst for the 19 year old. Oh, kid. man, I heard his he didn't even taken. want to be on it. He was scared. He was terrified. His his oh. they, his aunt said that he was like terrified of doing it um but so i feel the worst for that kid for yeah. sure as far as the other guys are concerned like you know the billionaire thing whatever i get it like fine you want to be angry at people at billionaires i get that totally also these are adults who realize the risks right like they understood that, that yeah doing this meant there was a chance that something could go terribly die. wrong and they could die and I think more than anybody in there, you know, that Titanic guy knew that. And the guy that piloted the thing probably knew that, too. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, it's like when you when you say you're going to spend like 250, like half a million dollars on like going into a or a quarter of a million dollars or whatever, going into a, a, a submersible into the depths of the ocean, you've already reserved yourself for like a little bit of commentary from the yeah. masses, right? Yeah, sure. And in, the, and in that sense, it's like we uh, there's there's a right for us to be like, 
you understood the risks. That sounds stupid. I would have never gotten into that fucking thing. Like you should have listened to the safety concerns. Like there's all of these like things that are making us feel like, wow, that's so stupid. And then there's the, there's the percentage of us that are like fucking terrified of it and scared for those people. And we're really empathetic for the people in there. And the only reaction to that is to like make jokes because you're scared and you're sad, you know? Yeah. So I feel like there's a percentage of people that like, sure, go ahead, have a little fun with these like kind of stupid people, especially the fucking dad that brought his kid there, you know, and it's like, I have a lot to say about that shit. Obviously, don't be a complete fucking unempathetic dick and be like, fuck these guys, they deserved it. I wouldn't say that, but I'd say like, "Mm, they probably knew the risks, so we can laugh about it a little bit. So you're both wrong and for different reasons. And I'm going to start with, um, with Joe. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Both of y'all are right. But, uh, you're both wrong thinking... for a lot of reasons. We'll start with so, Joe. Um, and, uh, one is definitely don't hate billionaire people because that's such a stupid waste of an emotion the same yeah. way it's a wasted emotion to love a billionaire person. Sure, you can yeah. have a... You can have a political stance that supports the idea that structurally billionaires don't happen so that a, a large amount of wealth, i.e. power, doesn't get overly like siphoned into one area. That's all fine. Then the I agree with the humor part of you make fun of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking scary. about this when you were talking, if you strip away everything, if you strip away the wealth and you strip away the fear of it, if you were like a, a a hot air balloon slash blimp fan and you were like, I want to go up in the area in Germany where the Hindenburg crashed and I'm going to go up in a hot air balloon called the Hinden. I think that would be also very stupid. And they were going into a, they were going down into the bottom of the ocean to yep. see a shipwreck in a tiny version with a tinier name. Yeah, that's so dumb. Yeah. I also yeah. want to say I also want to say that if anybody listening to this has $250,000 to just kind of throw away and they're looking on a way on on how to spend that, you can come for $250,000. You can come to my home and I'll put you in a VR game <laughs> where you could go see the Titanic and walk around in it. And you could do that <laughs> in the safety of my apartment. If and I'll, I'll I'll wrestle your Jimmy. And I'll... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I I I I'm, I am not I am not speaking out against dark humor and jokes in these uh, these realms. It was just more of like a general coverage. No, it was. Uh, yeah, I agree, Joe. It just seems like it's what it's always been, though, and it will always continue to be that way. That's how the news cycle is. Well, it's and also people were like, and also yeah. there was there was like a a boat with like refugees on it that like capsized and there was like 700 people were like missing or 500 people were and missing. It was get... happening at the same exact yeah, time exactly. as the submersible Dude, thing uh, and nobody gave a shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Comments. The, I'll go down and click on some replies on Twitter just to be like, who, what kind of, what are people saying here? Yeah. And some of the conspiracy theories around oh, all this stuff yeah. on the right oh, wing yeah. are like, like I, I'm pretty like, <laughs> thick skin with that stuff but it was still like you guys are dumb as rocks like this is crazy that Dude, you think were... that like they're like well <laughs> this is about hunter biden like like <laughs> russia's getting for, for the hunter biden thing i'm like it's all a distraction Dude, yeah the, the there was one you know like those like super mega 
where it's like she's wearing like a like a suit and her head go again fucking just go again okay please you know those super speaking of the biden type stuff in regards to all these current events those those super maga women accounts where it's like yes all they do is scream about joe biden they've got a three-piece suit on and their their makeup's way done yeah One, one of them was like guys I really 100% believe this coup in Russia is being funded by Biden so he can <laughs> topple Putin. And when he topples yeah. Putin, he can say that the Biden administration took down Russia and he gets reelected. And I was oh like, my God. isn't that good? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, how does that not help the planet? It's like, who what gives is a happening? fuck who takes credit for it? Also, Let's it's stop cons- that motherfucker. <laughs> Usually, like, conspiracy theory is the person doing it, like, the, the villain in the conspiracy theory wants to hide what yeah. they're doing. Like, that doesn't even <laughs> yeah. make sense as a conspiracy theory. Yeah, they really don't want crazy. people to know. They don't want yeah. people to know. Which that, also, Biden, <laughs> that Biden is going to stop this evil guy. But here's the thing. Like, you guarantee that the tweet before that, this human was like, he's incompetent. Mm-hmm. He's got Alzheimer's and he couldn't do a damn thing. And then in the next tweet, he's the smartest motherfucker on the planet. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He always devious. He's sneaky. Um, one uh, of my favorite conspiracy, well, not favorite, but one that I saw that was like absolute bonkers was uh, someone said about the submarines. Someone said, because I guess, like, the CEO was, like, reaching out to, like, a bunch of people for this particular mission, uh, excursion, rather, and uh, a bunch of people, like, declined, but a, a, a number of them were, like, father and son, like, teams. Okay. I guess they were they were reaching out and seeing if, like, any fathers wanted to bring their kids to this, like, experience. And someone was like, what's with all the father-son shit? Like, what's the, what, why did he want to bring fathers and sons? Like, what's this, what's this all about? And someone was like, the, the mission was on Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to wipe out entire generations. Yeah, they're trying to oh. wipe out generational wealth. And, the, you know, the, so, the, the wives. Well, so it's Father's Day, so they're coming after men. This is about getting men. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, that tweet probably happened. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, for sure. Uh, uh, oh, go ahead, Alec. Well, I was going to say my buddy um, on the conspiracy theory note, I will sometimes, like I was talking to this buddy of mine who's getting into flat earth um, things yeah. and he like genuinely awesome. believes awesome. that it's flat earth. Oh, awesome. It's pretty great. And he was like, like not in a joke way. He says it jokingly, but I'm like, no, I know you're yeah. not actually joking. Yeah. And he, uh, he, he said something that really kind of threw me for a loop. And I was really scared that I wasn't going to be able to answer it right. But he basically was like, well, you know, they went there and the, the Georgia Stones or whatever got taken and they know now they proved the flat earth. And I was like, they proved it. I was like, I would have expected to see that on the news. And, <laughs> no, they don't uh, want like, you to know. Did, he was like, how did they prove the earth? And I was like, he was like, well, the North Star, it never moves. And mm. I laughed <sighs> out loud and I said, you mean that star that has been used for navigation purposes since the dawn of time? Because the and Earth's he was, axis like moves in such a way in yeah, which <laughs> and yeah, and he was like, yeah, he was like, why doesn't it ever move? If the Earth is round and it's spinning, how is it possible? And I was like, well, because the Earth is on a tilted axis and it's tilted toward the the, the sun, and that's why we get um, Do that's, you get yeah, that? that's why we so from a vantage point. <laughs> It, but in my mind, like... I made that up. In my mind, I made up <laughs> yeah. the axis thing. I had yeah. no idea. And then I got in my car and I went on AI. And I said, hi, my friend <laughs> thinks that the earth is flat. 
can you tell me what if, why it's not flat? Because he said the North Star doesn't move. And AI was like, one of the first reasons it said was because of the axis. That's and hilarious. I was like, yes, <laughs> I made up something and he made up something. But my thing, apparently, was being right. <laughs> there was a little part of my brain going like, why doesn't the North Star move? And <laughs> I was like, no, Ellie. It's like when you spin a basketball on your fingy. Yeah. Right, and it's like, why, why aren't you like moving around the ball with your, your one finger? <laughs> you know, why aren't you? <laughs> it, like, you can, you know, your fingy is the north star, and if the Earth is spinning, you know. Anyway, <laughs> that there's easy ways to. <laughs> like, uh, one more, one more cool thing happened uh, while I was at, at VidCon. VidCon. Yeah, that I didn't get to experience, but it was still pretty cool. Remember our friends uh, from Bring the Funny, Jeremy. And Mallory oh, yeah. from uh, JK oh, Studios. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were there? Oh. Oh, no, they weren't. So during the pandemic, I went up to Utah. <laughs> Is it doing again? Okay. Uh, during the pandemic, I went up to Utah a couple times, and I uh, got to shoot a movie with them. They did a pandemic Ooh. movie. And uh, that was the one where I got to like act with Colin Mockery and like oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like seventeen year old Joe's like entertainment dreams came yeah. true. Yeah. Like secretly came true. Yeah. I remember um, when you did that, yeah. Uh Colin Mockery is the reason like I got into comedy at all in college or yeah. cared about it. Whose line is it anyways? Really? It was like a like a secret love of mine. I did and in Montana there was no like outlet for arts or creativity or theater at the time. So I finally get to try it in college and fast forward here we are talking about it on this podcast. Like it, I tripped and fell into entertainment because of Colin Mockery and Ryan Styles and how fucking brilliant I thought they were. Um, so during the pandemic, I got to the movie that they were shooting and they debuted it. Uh, they finally oh. fucking finished it after like the 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 pandemic, like Colin Mockery yeah. got stuck in Canada. He couldn't come back down because Canada wouldn't let people um cross the border during the pandemic yeah if you guys remember so production got like fucking shut off for eight months for yeah. them or something so there's this really complicated producing of this movie but it finally came out and they debuted it at a festival in saint george utah and apparently it went great and i think that's awesome. unless i see it i didn't see it but i think if unless i'm forgetting something this is my first movie Oh, that's true. Oh. Like first, like movie, movie that I think I'm I'm part of. That's and it's awesome. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. What's the title? Villains Inc. It's about a uh, like the the uh, you know how like a supervillain has all think, his cronies. Yeah, like yeah. his thugs. What happens to those thugs and those cronies when a supervillain dies? And yeah. then so, oh. so their supervillain dies, and then it's about how. You know, how do they continue their villainry after that? I love awesome. that. Yeah. Villains Inc. is what yep. it's called. When yeah. do we yep. get to nice see title. it? Do you know? I don't know. But, uh, you know, I was I just was texting Jeremy and, and Mallory and then I'm just like pumped for them and proud. Yeah. Like, it's like That's really cool. cool. Jeremy's a really, really good guy. And I'm just like, I'm really happy. I like him. Jeremy. Jeremy yeah. still will sli yep. slide into my DMs and say a funny thing or two about something I posted. He's yeah, a good, he's good, he's good, good people. Good people. Have you guys watched uh, that's any great, of Joe. the Congrats. new Black Mirror episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah I watched us talking three about episodes. Like, the, that's what we've watched, too. Talking about uh, making entertainment out of trauma. There's that whole episode pretty much about that. Yeah. Mm. I, I haven't seen all of them. I've only the seen the Aaron Paul one. 
Uh, I'd missed the second one. I just watched it's Air like, and Paul one, which was so bothersome. So me and Ellie have the same feeling with the... We've watched the first three. Air, they're, like, good. I'm, like, enjoying them, and they're entertaining. But they don't feel very Black Mirror-ish. No. They don't I mean, feel built, out yeah. there enough. They're not yeah. out there because I was able to on both of them and I'm not good at this, but like as it unfolded very early on in both episodes that I've seen, I was like, I know exactly what they're exactly. going to do here. Like yeah. the one with Aaron Paul is like, Oh, this is, I was like, he's going to experience his partner's yeah. And then that's yeah. going to lead to, and it's like, it plays out almost more too, too formulaic. Exactly. Still yeah. good though. Still a good show. Still good. Like one. you still keep watching, but it's like, it's not as like, what the fuck? I, I, yeah. I've been enjoying it. That second, the second episode, not to really spoil anything, but uh, seems to not really uh, deal with like technology, not future at all. technology woes. It's very oh, really? like, modern. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of like a like a little short. It's kind of a look into like, like how Zone uh, Netflix made a Dahmer documentary. Well, remember that the first one oh, had nothing to do with technology, really. The first one it was didn't. about You're the, right. the president that had to fuck a pig, or the yeah. president <laughs> that had to fuck a pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Um, yeah, I, I've never I've never tried to think of it too much in terms of the technology stuff, but it's I think it like Twilight Zone, like modern Twilight, like yeah. you were saying too. Yeah. Now that we're uh, now that we're talking about TV a little bit, has anybody been watching the Eric Andre show? It has come back for a oh, new season. I, saw, I've I just seen see clips. clips, and it makes me, me happy. Yeah, you should. These bonkers. they're fifteen minute episodes. They're oh, so shit. short. I highly recommend checking it out. It's just one of the weirdest, best TV shows <laughs> that is currently airing. Uh, and and speaking of that, anybody watching Righteous Gemstones? No. Is it on? Is it back? New season, baby. There's like four Ooh. episodes or three or oh, four episodes. Sweet. I'm yeah, so excited. Down. I'll watch it tonight. I, I love that show. It's you know so you guys good. are like uh, one separation from one of the characters on that show, right? One separation from one Oh, from digital. Tony. Tony Cavallaro. Tony yeah. Cavallaro, yeah. You guys yeah. have definitely well, attended parties with him. <laughs> I know, and he's so cool. I, I he's so funny in that show. He is very funny. I think he's my and, favorite um, character in the whole series. Also, the whole show's loosely based on my buddy Jay, his family, the Bakers. Oh yeah, that's right, the Whoa. Jim Baker and all them. Yeah, what a what a mind. And team. Tammy Faye. Yeah, yeah. and Tammy Faye. <laughs> uh, I highly stuff. recommend that show if nobody has watched it yet. It's a very very good show. I have not. I will definitely watch a second of it. I should do it. I should do it. It's so it's funnier. I'm glad you used to say that, Steve, because I don't I don't recommend it very much. And I think it has its ups and downs, but the moments that are funny are just unbelievably funny. Yeah. And I, I know like growing up in a semi mega church environment, the jokes are pretty like spot on. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I love Jody Hill and uh, uh, what's his name? The guy that uh, the lead John, uh, John C. Riley. And I always want to say John C. Riley, but it's not. It's uh John what's his fuck is what the fuck is his name? The guy Danny McBride. Not Danny. Johnson. Yeah, it is oh. not John C. Riley. It is Danny McBride. Yeah, yeah so, whoa. I know. I always think John C. Riley <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. But uh but Danny McBride if you love Danny McBride's stuff, like if you love Vice Principals and uh Eastbound and Down and, or Foot Fist Way or any of the you know, the Danny McBride stuff, then this is like there's a no brainer, you're gonna love this fucking show. 
because it's very much like those shows, like Elliot was saying. Like it, it, it's not always like the funniest fucking thing you've ever seen, but when it is, it's so fucking funny. Yeah. But but it also has like amazing uh, directing and amazing like uh, like there's yeah. some, there's some stuff in like the later seasons where you're like, damn, this is just a good fucking show. Cool. Yeah, it gets you. It sneaks up on you. It totally sneaks up on you. And Walton Goggins, I love that Walton Goggins oh. is just like fucking <laughs> so good, man. He plays a character named Uncle Baby Billy. <laughs> Dude. Goggins, Goggins Baby Billy. Uncle Baby, Baby Billy. Billy. <laughs> Come on, Uncle Baby Billy. Goggins needs to release a fucking energy drink called Goggins Gurgles. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Or uh, he needs to do a children's cartoon called Goggins Goblins. Whoa. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, guys, thank Cheers, you for joining boys. us on this very I'm casual glad you made conversation it, with yeah. friends. Yeah, I was going to surprise you guys and jump in in the midst of uh, the, the podcast. But uh, Steve didn't send a link because I didn't say I was going to participate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will say that uh, in exciting entertainment news, I only have one piece of really exciting entertainment news. For some reason, I can't really explain. I don't know why. But starting July 1st, Titanic is coming to Netflix. Yeah. See, that is... See... That's fucked up. Conspiracy. What what happened? Because that uh, that got announced like three days ago. That's fucked Dude. up. I can't understand why, really, but it, it's coming. I mean, if you like Titanic, cool. Do, do things work that quick? I'm trying to figure out if this is a coincidence Absolutely, or if they were like, dude. no, no. No, no, no. You, you think a, they? You think Netflix? A billion like, percent. A billion percent. The there was probably hell, a, there dude. was probably a meeting at Netflix where they were like, anyway, uh, let's see. Anything else in the news here? Oh, oh. So this submarine um, thing that's going on. We were talking to the content team about throwing up uh, some underwater documentaries, some undersea, some talk, uh, Titanic documentaries on the front page this week. Um, and then does somebody anybody know? spun around in a chair and went, "Whoa." <laughs> just let's just fucking release Titanic. Well, no, it's literally like someone's like, "Who's got the streaming rights to Titanic?" Yeah, does yeah. anybody know? Do we know? Can we make some phone calls? Oh, we do. Oh, let's put it up. Well, why isn't it? That should just be up anyways, guys. It's Titanic. We should just, just have it up. Yeah, it's just the most casual. Yeah, they can't get mad at us. No one could get mad at us. It's a really good movie. So it's like obviously we just oh you're gonna you're gonna get you're uh, gonna cancel us for providing uh, art to the people. We do. Uh, oh god. And then they were like, call James Cameron, get him to start randomly interjecting yeah. himself into this whole situation. Yeah. Fascinating. Anyway. Uh, anyway. God bless. Fun stuff. Thank you to the audience for letting us just <laughs> talk. Jeez. All right. <laughs> My mic died anyway, so I sound like shit. Perfect. <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah. That's all right, buddy. A after the ad, it'll be all right. <laughs> all right. It's fine. Bye bye. <laughs> I'm getting published. Are you a thing? <laughs>